0: I was a uh, practicing clinician working in a home health agency model. I wasn't allowed to dose my patients as per best practice guidelines. So I said, there's gotta be a way to do this better. My my grandmother and my grandfather,
1: I started seeing them going in and out of long-term care. It started personal seeing the sick side of 80, and now it's been exciting to be part of FOX. Light
0: bulb moment, like that's a complete game changer. You
1: can see what we can do as a practice and as treating clinicians to really make 80, 85 looks so much different than it did back that long ago. And boil it down into one say, it's quite simply this. It's be stronger, live better longer.
0: Welcome to Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. The podcast dedicated to clinicians who work with older adults. My name is Jim Shear, and today we welcome back Fox physical therapist and vestibular therapist, Loren, Dylan, Loren, welcome back.
1: Hi, Jim. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: So you didn't hate the first time you were on.
1: I did not hate the first time I was on. It was very entertaining. All
0: right, that's good. That's good. You came back and we were also discussing that we might have a switcheroo episode where you would interview me.
1: Yeah, I think it's about time. Somebody, somebody gets, you know, behind who you are and what motivates you.
0: Okay. <laughs> And you also said that you might try the acronym challenge on me.
1: I will definitely try the acronym challenge on I would on get you. destroyed.
0: Um, I always, I always I preface it by saying that I'm terrible with acronyms.
1: I'll, I'll come up with something creative. Maybe not an acronym challenge. Let me think about it. Okay,
0: all one. right, all right. So look for that sometime in the future, the switcheroo episode. But today, <laughs> as it turns out, I will still be interviewing you. Yes. All right. So today we're going to talk about the Twilight Wish Foundation. And this is a really cool story that happened last year in November of 2022. Loren, how did you become aware of the Twilight Wish Foundation?
1: Um, I became aware of Twilight Wish through attending a business development networking event at a senior living community that where I see patients. So it was sort of a schmoozing, meet and greet type of environment. and people were passing cards out and I just engaged in a conversation with uh, their director of business development and she explained their wonderful mission how they just aim to improve you know the lives of older adults and explained that it's kind of like you know the make a wish for children it's the yep. adult version of that and I thought that was terrific so I immediately when she started telling me about it I immediately thought of, Chip, this this guy that I oh yeah, so
0: we'll get into the story, but that's interesting. Yeah. So he was the first that came to mind when you heard about the Twilight Wish.
1: Absolutely, yep.
0: Yeah, and yes. like you said, when I first found out about Twilight Wish, the first thing that came to mind was the Make a Wish Foundation.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So it was yeah. created to give older adults hope and for them to be thanked and remembered with younger yes. generations making their wishes come true. And since 2003, the Twilight Wish Foundation, they have granted over 4,000 wishes.
1: That's amazing, yeah. it's a wonderful, wonderful um, organization. I was very, very happy to, to hear about it.
0: All right, so you're at this event, you find mm-hmm. out about Twilight Wish, and your yep. patient Chip comes to mind. Now, why did Chip come to mind?
1: Um, Chip came to mind number one. Um, I was, you know, in the in the middle of working with him and already identifying um, in a lot of the issues that led me to the nomination and feeling just frustrated about his situation. And also, he's a veteran, so Twilight does really, really love to help uh, the veterans in our community. I don't know that they wouldn't help someone that's not a veteran, but I I certainly know that they are eager to help veterans. So he's a veteran. Um, I was in with him as his therapist, identifying multiple issues, and I think had even recently had a conversation about how he really uh, should have a ramp in his home because he was unable to safely get in and out of his home. And he was communicating to me that that would just create a financial hardship. And he didn't know that he would be able to do that.
0: So, did you suggest the ramp as you were treating Chip?
1: I did. Yeah, I, I had, I had talked to him about the need for a ramp. So his situation was really unique. I and mean, he himself obviously had a lot of physical issues. Um, I had initially gone in because he was being seen for um, after having broken his ankle, and he was on non-weight bearing status, and he was advanced to F. WB, full weight bearing status, <laughs> full weight bearing status, as we recently were joking about. But
0: <laughs> yes, the ongoing acronym challenge here on the Live Better Longer podcast. But Loren, continue.
1: So I thought it was just a regular orthopedic, you know, older individual needing to learn how to walk again, but it it became evident there was much more going on. Um, he had a lot of like nerve damage in all four of his limbs. He was deteriorating rapidly, not able to walk or resume walking safely. And at the same time, he was relying on his wife and daughter who he lived with, but his wife had recently fallen and broken her hip. And his daughter at the same time had been recently diagnosed with breast cancer, had a double mastectomy, was undergoing chemotherapy. And she's the one who's supposedly you know, helping him down these steps to get in and out of his home. It was just every time he would go in and out for a doctor's appointment, it's like you cross your fingers and say a prayer. It was it was a very um, precarious situation.
0: And how was he getting into his home at that point?
1: So before he broke his ankle, he was using what's called loft strand crutches, and he was able to manage it using a scooter, getting close to the steps standing on the loft strands and performing, you know, the step down to I think one or two steps it was. But um, ever since the injury and his progression of his other problems, he could not do that. So what they would do is he would get close to it. His daughter would basically like kind of lift, support his body weight and, and help him down, which again, and, and his legs were giving out. Um, it was just every time it was a, just a near catastrophe, um, very difficult for him to get up this step. And we had practiced it. We tried to address that in our sessions, but, um, when you have a degenerative progression of, of nerve function, you know, it's not getting better, it's getting worse. So each time it was harder and harder. Um, So he was undergoing tests and catskins trying to figure out, you know, how to address these problems. But still, the very practical issue of getting in and out of the home was not resolved.
0: So you go to this function, you find out about Twilight (coughs) Wish. Chip comes to mind. You think, wow, like, it'd be great if we could get Chip. It's called a a ramp through?
1: Uh, Just a ramp. A ramp. a, A ramp to get What you sometimes see um, in people's homes or uh, in places of business where uh, they're accessible now to wheelchairs so that the person doesn't have to uh, try to stand up or negotiate the step to get in and out.
0: And then what was your next step? Is there a form that you fill out on the Twilight Wishes website? Did you have a contact from that event you went to?
1: Right. So I, after the event, I immediately emailed the woman who represented their organization, the business development manager, I think. And I said to her what I thought. I composed a little email explaining Chip's profile and why I thought he would be appropriate. And then she directed me to their website where I could complete an online application, which basically was, you know, demographic information. Who is he? Why are you recommending this? What? And then I had to also give, information about his veteran status, you know, where he served, what he did, and um, his financial status. So they definitely have a threshold for, they're trying to serve underprivileged communities, but, and it's a household income. So because he lived with his wife and daughter, there was some questions as to whether or not he would qualify. But um, I just really, I, I really, and I recognize that, and they had told me that, but I I just tried to compose An email or I tried to write in the application uh, a description of the bigger picture, not just specifically his issue, but the whole family issue and why he would benefit from the ramp, you know, specifically. And at this point, they had elevated me to a different uh, person in the organization. I was communicating uh, with her back and forth. Touching base, um, she had asked me to describe what I was asking for, take some measurements. So I took a little video and gave them a few options as to. He had two entryways, both of which had steps. So we were trying to be creative and give options as to where they could put the ramp because it turns out that a ramp is quite an expensive proposition. It was a big ask. I didn't realize that at the time, but it, it was a larger expense than they typically receive for wishes. So they really they really had to go through a, a committee review and then find naturally a donor. So once they approved it to move forward, they needed to find a donor, and they have corporate donors and private donors. Um, so they were looking for you know how to source the payment. Uh, so that was the next step, and then we went through that back and forth a couple emails, and then finally I I was told it was approved and they found a donor. So we moved forward and looking for. Oh my Um, gosh. So while
0: this whole process is going on, are you thinking to yourself, wow, there's a chance, like there's There's actually a chance chance that this could happen.
1: Yes. Every time I would get an email from them, I would say to her, oh, that's so encouraging. It looks like we're moving forward. I just tried to just keep encouraging the process to move forward because each step of the way I was informed, you know, oh, you're asking, this is way too much money. We don't normally support wishes this big. So I did not know that it was going to happen.
0: Lauren, you you moved a little mountain to make that happen.
1: Maybe a little mountain,
0: No, yes. you know what it is, though? It's all about the email. Because yeah. I've been part of things where people have been nominated, and if you get a really moving email, it kind of gives you the juice to move forward. If you give something like, I'm nominating Tim, he should get it, blah, 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 I don't think that goes anywhere. So that initial email, like started this whole thing.
1: I do recognize that I, you know, it's funny when I bought my house, my mom was a realtor back in the day and she, there were, there were multiple bids on my house. And she said, Loren, you want to compose a letter enclose a picture of your family, create a picture of why the house is for you and, you know, try to endear them to you more personally. And I just carry that with me. So when I approached her, I really tried to just from the begin, the first email and each email thereafter, I continue to just try to make it easy for them. Number one, by like I said, I took all videos and pictures. I even drew diagrams of where the ramp could go and what's in plan B. I had Chip get a second opinion. I had him call someone in to get another estimate because their estimate was they were perceived it as high, but then his estimate came in almost double that. So I, I thought, oh, well, let me show that to them and they'll see that maybe theirs isn't that high. Yeah. So he just tried to keep, just tried to keep. This it is,
0: to on. me, this is so interesting because you hear of these stories a lot, but you never get deep into the weeds like this. And it's yeah. interesting how it almost didn't happen.
1: Right. At a couple points along the way, it almost didn't happen. So. I think even at one point, the um, the vendor that they used to install the ramp wasn't sure that they were going to be able to do it because they gave a discounted rate as well. So there was a point where they were scrambling to find somebody who was willing to do it at a reasonable price that everyone could agree on. So,
0: um, yeah. So it did. So it does happen. A miracle. Yes. <laughs> so it does happen. And how do you present the news to Chip.
1: Um, Well, Chip and I have a text uh, relationship. You know, we're at this point we're texting back and forth a lot. And um, and then I would get a lot of, you know, thumbs ups and hurrahs. And they were so excited. They were very excited. They were into the process, as was I.
0: And not only so not only was it happening, but then there was sort of like an event. Right. Right.
1: Yes. So so in the Twilight flow, their kind of workflow, first it's the nomination, then the paperwork, then committee review, then funding and then celebration. And they really make a big deal to celebrate because it is a big deal. You know, it's it's really impacting. I mean, this ramp is basically changing Chip's life. Yes. So um, they brought in. Um, Somebody from the local veterans organization, a representative, Twilight Wish representatives, they called in Fox News, Um, media was there, the, the vendor was there, I was there. Lots of pictures, you know, and we made the six o'clock news. So they really wanted to celebrate and draw attention to it. And Chip came down his on the ramp for the first time when I was there. I opened the door for him and he just like scootered right down it like it was no problem, (laughs) like he'd done it a hundred times. And he said, Oh my gosh, I can get the mail. He literally, this was his words, I can get the mail. And I can even, like, visit a neighbor or walk the dog. I can't believe it. This is amazing. So he was thrilled, and it was terrific.
0: Yes! Like, you changed his life. You and the Twilight Wish have given him new, like, options now, like, things that he previously couldn't do.
1: It, it all, you know, I think sometimes, I don't know, without being too, like, weird about it, but it's like the sun and the moon and the stars have to align. and Yes! And everything, everything just came together. Um, knowing, working with him, meeting that woman, hearing about Wish, everything just worked. So thank God.
0: And maybe this is more, this is a, a like a technical question, just something I'm curious about. Yeah. So they build the ramp. Yes. And then when they have this event, was that the first time that Chip used it? Or had he yeah. used it and they said, well, like, Chip, mm-hmm. go one time, like, officially for the event. Or so was that the no. first, that was the first time he used it?
1: Yeah, they came out. So they told me to show up at 11 for the interview with the, with the news, you know, whatever, and pictures. And by the time I got there at 11, they had already, they they showed up at 10. I mean, they were efficient and quick. They, because they, they already came in, I think the week before to um, clear shrubbery. So when those, uh, AMRAM guys showed up, they just like one, two, three, boom, boom. They installed it. It was very quick for them within an hour. And, um, so then I got there and he had not used it yet. He hadn't seen it yet. And I went inside and everybody was hugging and so excited. And then, um, they did the big, you know, reveal. And I, like I said, I opened the door and he went down it. That was the first time he'd seen it or used it. And it was just like, zippity I mean he just like zipped right down it like it was no he turned around <laughs> oh that's great
0: yeah that's great. great so that a fantastic story I love the way that you met people from Twilight Wish at an event you thought a chip you sent an email they sent you to the website to me that might have been like discouraging I'm like oh no 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 like don't send me to the website right so you go to the website and then it's still go wow and you made it happen.
1: Yeah. Well, sure. So congratulations I mean, well, to you and congratulations you. to Chip. Well, yeah. Thank you. So I was, I was thrilled to do it. I really, I was very happy to do it. It was not, it didn't, it didn't feel like work. It just felt like something, something right to do put together.
0: But you, you changed the game for someone. That's a big deal.
1: I think therapists do that all the time in small <laughs> ways. You know, I feel, I do, I really do. I feel like we do that all the time. It's not, you know, it's not maybe on such a great scale for everybody, but um, that's just kind of what we do. It's it's sort of how we think about things. Like how, what, how can we change a situation to make it just a little better for this person?
0: I love so, that. I love yeah. that. So um, if anyone would like to donate money to mm. Twilight Wish, which, I, which mm-hmm. I would highly suggest you can go to twilightwish.org and you can help out older adults like Loren and Twilight Wish helped out Chip. All right. Yeah. So That's we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we will wrap up this episode with Loren Dillon right here on the Live Better Longer podcast. taking a quick break here on Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. And if you are listening in real time, because we post a new episode every Wednesday. So if you're listening in real time, tomorrow is Thursday, November 9th, and we are hosting another virtual game day event. So if you like trivia, I highly suggest tuning in to Fox Rehabilitation's Game Day. Happening tomorrow, Thursday, November 9th, 10.30 a.m. East, 9.30 a.m. Central. Myself and Megan Henninger will ask a bunch of trivia questions. The goal is to have all of our senior living community partners to attend, to watch, to join in on the fun. However, you don't have to be living in a senior living community to tune in to Game Day. So if you're interested, it all goes down tomorrow, Thursday, November 9th, 10.30 a.m. East, 9.30 a.m. Central. Go to Fox Rehabilitation's Facebook page. Go to the events section and RSVP. And before we get back to the Live Better Longer podcast with Loren Dillon, just a reminder, if you are listening in real time... Now, if you're listening to this episode three months after it came out, then all of this is old news. But if you are listening in real time, this Saturday is Veterans Day. Both of my grandfathers served this country. My dad did. One of my best friends. So if you know a veteran, give them a call on Saturday or text them and let them know that they are appreciated. Happy Veterans Day. We are back on Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. I am chatting with Fox physical therapist, Loren Dillon, a.k.a. The Game Changer.
1: (laughs) That's great. Hi, Jeff. It's your new nickname.
0: Loren, the Game Changer Dillon. So uh, (laughs) last time we talked about movies and music, but I was kind of shouting out movies and music. So before we end, I'm just curious... What kind of music is Loren Dillon into? Are you into movies? What do you do to decompress when you're not changing the game?
1: Um, What kind of, well, so music, I I am kind of a classic rocker girl. I do like, you know, because I, I was raised in the 80s and I, I like the music from that era, but I definitely kind of got turned on to more classic rock. So I always turn to that if I'm just sort of, all right, wait. Let,
0: let me stop you there. So, at the end of okay. last year, there was a trend going around.
1: Uh-huh. I,
0: I forget what the app was. It was I, I don't even remember the name of it. But people were creating their own festival posters. So, okay. let's say you have a three-day festival. Who is headlining each of those three days?
1: Oh, who is headlining? Um, so lately, I've I feel like the Red Hot Chili Peppers might have to headline. Okay, that's one day coming out with great stuff. I I think they're pretty relevant still. Um, I'd like to go back in time for sure and get Led Zeppelin. All right,
0: you can do that because on these festival flyers, people were picking artists both alive and deceased. So we got Red Hot Chili Peppers headlining Friday, Led Zeppelin headlining Saturday. Who headlines the last night of this festival?
1: Oh, my God. That's a tough question. Um, Who's headlining on Sunday? So Red Hot Chili Peppers for sure. Led Zeppelin. I don't know. Maybe like Black Crows. I think. That, oh, that like, OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Black Crows closing out your festival. Yeah. And then what do you do when you're not treating older adult patients?
1: Well, I have high school kids. Right. So that's sort of takes up a lot of what I do time. That's that's just how it'd be for moms <laughs> like me. So when I'm not working, I'm inevitably somewhere watching a lacrosse game. My son plays lacrosse. He's really, really into it. <laughs> or I'm uh, my daughter's she's she just turned 18. So she doesn't really need too much from me at this point. But we're in the process of college selection. So that that is that is pretty much I know that sounds lame, but that's you know So you have not, you have two kids? I have two kids, an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old.
0: All right. So let's say at some point this will happen. They're both off in college. (laughs) You get like a sliver of time. What are you going to do for that sliver of time?
1: Oh, my gosh. I mean, right now, the most appealing thing sounds to me like nothing. Like I
0: would
1: just sit on a beach and do nothing. (laughs) No, that's
0: like that's the best answer you could have given.
1: Yeah. Because
0: some people say to me when I have a free weekend, oh, what are you going to do? And I said, you know what? I'm not going to do anything and it's going to be awesome.
1: My husband and I actually have a name for that. It's called a No Plans Weekend. And th- that is like a coveted thing in our family. We very much look forward to No Plans Weekends.
0: <laughs> and uh, keeping on the theme with acronyms, we had the, we played the acronym challenge last time with Loren. Yeah. Would we call that an uh, an NPW?
1: It's an NPW.
0: I'm just writing that down for the next time I give someone the acronym challenge.
1: No one else is gonna know. That's that. fine,
0: but then we'll refer <laughs> back to this episode.
1: Okay. All
0: right. So, Loren, always a pleasure. The next Thank time you. you come on, we'll do the the switcheroo episode.
1: Yeah, I love that idea. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get creative with that
0: for you. <laughs> so, for <laughs> Loren Dillon, my name is Jim Shear, and we will see Yins later.